This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to The Penny Peep Show. Did you know that Mars is the only planet populated exclusively by robots? I, for one, think it's time we address this intolerant, xenophobic menace. Log, uh, no date needed. Uh, you can check the... I mean, it almost defeats the point of not saying the date if every time I do the log, I also say I'm not going to say the date. Captain's Log, no date. That's it. We are due to depart on a mission in the next few hours. We'll be undertaking a first contact on the planet Leprosy. Lepra... Lepra? Leprosy? Hmm. Hello? Is someone there? It's me, DuPont. I haven't had a teleportation accident. I'm not interested in a no-win, no-fee lawsuit. DuPont, it's Captain Arlo Blackmore. Oh, a captain. You should have said. What can I do for you? Lepra... Lepra... This planet we're going to. uh, How did you say it was pronounced? Leprosy, Captain. (sighs) Such a lovely planet it is, too. You know it? I thought the UU hadn't been to it yet. I went there decades ago, during my time as the United Universe's most respected and awarded xenolinguist. If we've been there before, how is this a first contact? A first contact is a very particular thing, Captain. This is, I believe, a first contact second assessment. It should all be in the mission briefing. Then I shall read it. Uh, Thank you, DuPont. Apologies for trying to filter you into junk, Captain. So, we shall be completing a first contact, second assessment on the planet of Leprosy and its inhabitants, the Lepers. Hmm, unfortunate name. Uh, We await the return of Commander Caddox, who was called to a meeting with the UU fleet commanders. I can only assume to congratulate her on her fine work during our last mission. could not be more pissed off with what you've allowed to happen. What Admiral Calhoun means by that is that we're both pissed off. If you're angry with me, Admirals, you should request an official disciplinary hearing. We can't do that. Everything is off the books. She knows, Speck. She's stonewalling. This is unlike you, Caddox. You usually keep your resentment simmering beneath the surface. I don't care to see it bubbling to the top. I guess my tolerance of admirals operating off the book is at an all-time low since one of you tried to kill me and my crew. That wasn't us. We are trying to give you some self-respect to cling to. And cover up the fact that... All right, it's a cover-up. It was supposed to be mutually beneficial. Why would Blackmore tell the entire crew about Scharf's committee? Was that his idea? Your orders were to make Captain Blackmore a better captain. And in positive news, the captain completed his UU officer entrance 
entrance exam. He passed. Flying colours. But that's not hard when you're coached. And he got a unicorn. For empathy. Of course he did. It's one of the four primary pillars of UU leadership. The fourth pillar. The slightly wobbly one you reserve for photo opportunities. I did tell you to talk to Captain Blackmore. None of this would have happened if you'd included him in the conversation. How did the crew react to the news? As I said last time, they're loyal. And now at least they have an explanation for Sharf's attack. Captain Blackmore also asked the crew not to tell anyone off the ship. Which so far they've stuck to. How do you know that? Legally, and without invading anyone's privacy. He asked them. He didn't order them. Politely asking them is more his thing. (sighs) And this is the man you're defending. Why? Because he tries. Because he knows his faults and is working on them. Because he pushes people to do better, not because he judges, but because he genuinely believes in them. He's not cynical, he's not two-faced, he's not bitter. He'll stand by you even when you falter, even when you fail. (laughs) Sounds like he leans on that wobbly pillar too much. I suppose I can admire the loyalty. Even if it is misplaced. We'll see, Admiral Speck. That's all, Commander Caddox. Keep training your captain and keep a lid on the gossip. And that's an order, not a polite request. Maybe Sharp had the right idea. No, Speck, we're not that fucking committee. I'm just saying... There are more important things to concern ourselves with than the Madeline. Do you want me to cease the communication tapping and censoring? No, we should probably keep that up. Of course. Captain, port operations are on the line again. They're wondering when we'll be heading out. Uh, Tell them we are awaiting the return of our commander and we'll be out of their hair the moment she gets back. Uh, Oh, possibly she has already, Captain. I may have thought she was a robo-communication. Have you been getting a lot of that recently, DuPont? I turned off my console's firewall settings by mistake, Captain. If Caddox is aboard, then where is she? Let me check. Uh, She's in thrusters, Captain. A little early for a drink. No kidding. Uh, Did you want me to request Commander Caddox on the bridge? I'm going to duck down there and have a word with her myself. Thank you, officer. Whatever your name is. So why do the admirals want you dead? Captain Blackmore said we didn't have to tell anyone if we didn't want to. But you can sell me. Go on. Why? Well... Apparently, I lack initiative. I'm here because they were jealous of my hair, I'm guessing. I can't think of any other reason. There you are, my little kiddies. Sparekus, Tweedy, you should be running diagnostics and engineering right now. All right. Yes, sir. What diagnostics should we be running? I'll let you decide. But I don't Off want you go, to go, kiddies. Decide. I can tell you what diagnostics to run. Ah, Commander Caddick. Lieutenant Commander Cormoran. Sorry about that. That's all my team can talk about at the moment. Why did the Admirals try to kill you? Now you know your team is shit by design. I already knew that. It's the reason I requested this posting. You knew before you transferred? Then why in the hell would you want to be here? I've fixed engines for almost every active admiral in the fleet. I've made a few friends on my way up. I've also made a few enemies who thought the UU was no place for a one-eyed double amputee with a lax attitude towards chain of command. So when I heard a bunch of brass were trying to polish off a few inconvenient insubordinates, I thought I should check it out myself. 
They've pulled this kind of shit before. And they'll pull this kind of shit again. The UU is what it is. It can't be changed. Ain't that the truth? But help where you can. That's what I say. Turns out, this crew, not bad people. Just chronically abysmal at their jobs. So, what's your crime? Why are you here on this ship? Bad attitude. Sound like my kind of girl. Your kind of commander. Oh, pardon me. Good morning and good day, Cap. Morning, Cormorant. Cat eggs, fancy meeting you here. Just coffee. I wasn't asking. I had the meeting with Calhoun and Speck. I came aboard, and I needed a coffee. Did the meeting go badly? Uh, did the admirals say anything in particular? They really didn't. We grind through the same routines, genuflecting to the same stripes in high command. Nothing changes. Everything goes on the way it was before. If it's not one admiral trying to kill you, it's another. They tried to kill you? I'm being flippant. Did you need me? A new mission, leaving soon. Uh, Thought we might have a wee briefing before we tootle on our way. (sighs) Let's go. Just coffee? Leave it, Arlo. For today, leave it. Let's get to the mission briefing, I guess. Uh, Hello? DuPont, could you ask Stromberg and JJ to head to the briefing room? Oh, and could you join us as well? You want DuPont in the briefing? I'm afraid I must agree with the commander's sentiments, Captain. Why would you want me there? I thought your insight on leprosy would be helpful, seeing as how you've been there before. But I'm making a lot of headway on my spam folder. DuPont, contribute to the briefing. That's an order. Oh. Oh, and tell the littles to plot a course to leprosy. I would, only they aren't on the bridge. Captain, this is Mrs. Loveland. The pilot and the navigator received a communication and left the bridge together. Thank you, Mrs. Loveland. Uh, Did you ask them where they were going? In my efforts to be nice to the crew, I made the conscious decision to ignore them. This being the kindest way I may tolerate Debbie and Clay Little. Good effort. When they get back, tell them to prep the ship for departure. If I'm alone on the bridge, does that mean I have the calm? The civilian posting can't have the calm. I want it. Give it to me. You are funny, Mrs. Loveland. See you at the briefing, DuPont. I must admit I'm still confused as to what a first contact second assessment is. There's a huge amount of rules and regs around first contact. Dozens of assessments and benchmarks a planet has to meet. The lepers on Leprosy are well on the way to becoming valued members of the UU family, Captain. And we are checking in on them. In mission details, it says they are a peaceful people. They sound great. Uh, Perhaps. Maybe next time we'll go to a planet ruled by the compulsively homicidal. One day my dream will come true. I found the lepers to be a delight. I think you're in for a very pleasant surprise, Captain. Don't come in, Captain. Close the door. This is horrible. I think I might claw my eyes out. Are they still doing it? Were they wrestling? Are we going to wait in the hallway until they finish? I shouldn't have had that coffee on an empty stomach. I'm the captain. It's up to me to go in there and... Face it. And you will face it alone. Take my plasma rifle, Captain. No, no. Give me a minute. Uh, Avert your eyes. Debbie, play. Captain, uh... It was a mistake. Sneaking off the bridge to have sex only to be rumbled by the entire senior staff meets, uh, by most standards, the definition of a mistake. You don't understand. There's more to the story, Captain. Do I want to hear this story? Because it's going to end with Debbie doing gymnastics on the conference table. Congratulations! With such dedication to being sexually active, I'm sure there'll be some little littles running around in no time. Only it's uh, not going great. Proconian males have tricky reproductive cycles, and uh, 
Well, so do human females. It's been hard to find a moment when we can both conceive. I see. Fertility struggles are hard, I know. Me and my wife tried for years until we found out she was on birth control. We're leaving nothing to chance, Captain. I've got an alert on my console for when her basal body temperature fluctuates. And I've got one for when clay spermatozoa reach peak velocity. Peak velocity? Well, the testicles of the Procranian I am so are... sorry. I realise I did ask, but I don't need to know about clay velocity yeeing. I can usually tell when I hit my peak. And I can usually tell when I'm ovulating. I'm overcome with the desire to tear Clay out of his uniform. Again, if I have asked for this information, then I would like to withdraw the question. Both our alerts went off at the same time, and we thought, well, the bridge doesn't need us right now, so why not? So sorry, Captain. It's been so hard. We couldn't miss an opportunity. I don't want it happening again. Get back to the bridge and maybe, I don't know, wash your hands on the way or something. You're not going to punish us. I think the humiliation is enough. Oh, it is, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Captain? Is everything all right? Debbie, Clay, we'll see you back on the bridge. Thank you, Captain. Yes, Captain. Why are you letting them walk away from this, Captain? Why aren't we throwing them out an airlock? Or maybe some kind of mortal combat would be appropriate. I am happy to organize. I had a conversation with Debbie and Clay. We agreed that the humiliation is enough. No, no, it's nowhere near enough, Captain. It's only six, Commander. It's Debbie and Clay. They nauseate me with their clothes on. Every day on the bridge. I think Debbie can't share any more details about her relationship. I've never been so cruelly rebuked by life before. And you were sent to this ship to die. I don't mean to be crude, Commander, but we'd all better lose our frigidness before getting to leprosy. The lepers are a sex-positive people. It is also mentioned in the mission notes. Let's get on with this mission briefing, then. I can't wait to hear more about these lepers. If only to try and forget the horrors we've just seen. So, uh, what can you tell us about the planet, JJ? I'll bring it up on the big screen. There you go, Captain. Wow, she's beautiful, isn't she? She's an HZ-class planet. Most of them look the same. I'm sure you'll find some appreciation for it once you're down on it, Cadix. The previous first contact team had thought the lepers may be ready for their first forays into Tipler dimensionality in only a few short decades. However, the lepers are not developing the way we would expect, and it is our task to find out why. Maybe they were distracted by all the sex positivity. Uh, Possibly. They are very sex positive. The mission, JJ? I took the liberty of making a few preparations for the inevitable away team. We applaud initiative on this ship, JJ. Down in science, we have some traditional leper robes, and Ensign Rodeo has produced some artificial ears, so we may blend into the population when we're planet side. We just have to get to leprosy and see what's gone wrong for them. Away team? Yours to form. Thank you, Captain. JJ, I'll take you. I'll also take a couple of your grunts, Stromberg. Ah, why not take them all, Commander? A full regiment! A hard no, Stromberg. The least violent ones. So no artillery? Stromberg. Don't even answer him, Captain. I'll have to pat down his crew and disarm them before teleportation anyway. You may not need weapons at all. They seem to be peaceful people. Hard-working and industrious, too. And very sex-positive. DuPont, from you of all people. My body doesn't stop at the collarbone, you know, Commander. I'm not some old prude who bleats at the sight of a rogue vulva. Never say that word again, DuPont. 
DuPont. What? Vulva? It's a perfectly acceptable term. I bet they throw it around in the science department. Not to my face. There's nothing wrong with vulva, clitoris, vagina, anus if you're inclined. Stromberg, ready your plasma rifle. Locked and loaded, Commander. Would DuPont be useful on the away mission? If she stops talking about genitalia, then maybe. She knows the planet, the language. You won't hear the language. I added it to the Omnitranslatoscope so you wouldn't have to. Do you know some of the people? Would that really help? It's something. I suppose I could look up my old friend Melon. Oh, she was the president of the planet. Yeah. Sounds pretty helpful. Melon is a wonderful host. We had some lovely times together. And I assume she's very sex positive. Vagina, Captain. Here we are, just outside the leprosy capital city. What a view. It's a nice city. Nice! It's beautiful! Diplomacy enforcers, secure the area! Yes, boss. At once, boss. Stromberg, we've specifically teleported a fucking age from any life science. We must secure the area, Commander. To be sure. You're worried we've been accidentally teleported on top of a militia of murderous aliens? Fingers crossed, Commander. Look at all the cranes on the horizon. A lot of building works, by the look of things. Surprising, really. Why surprising? I did say they were hard workers. Except our mission is to make a first contact, second assessment on a race in decline. Uh, Hopefully Milan can shed some light. She responded to the message I sent and is expecting us. Your scans can answer some questions, JJ. Actually, Commander, there may be something wrong with my scanner. These readings seem unusual. Unusual is what we're looking for. I might have to go back to the Madeleine. There's no point in coming if I can't trust my scanner. Do what you have to do, JJ. We'll push ahead and talk to this Melon character. Could I please get a teleport back to the Madeleine and send Cornforth? Good luck, everybody. Let's get walking to that city. Is everything all right, Commander? It's the clothing, and the ears, and my hair. Your hair is your own. I'm not used to wearing it down. And why are these ears so huge? They're hanging on my shoulders like furry fins. That's a rather xenophobic question, Commander. You got me, DuPont. Let's go meet up with your friend. (coughs) What the hell is that? It's in my mouth. It's your own hair. Come on, let's go. Okay, back so soon. Is everything all right? My scanner is acting up, Captain. No point having a science officer who can't science. I've been reading your file, Lieutenant Commander Jones. Just call me JJ. Your file, JJ, speaks frequently of a science officer who cannot science due to personal convictions incompatible with accepted scientific facts. Now is not the moment, Mrs. Loveland. But when else am I supposed to confront people about the grim contradictions in their existence? Ah, but under Bok-Bok, there are no contradictions. This would be your coping mechanism. Your, and please hear the inverted commas encircling and crushing the word within... God. So, JJ, these scans... Of course, Captain. I left my terminal running up some general planet diagnostics, and they seem to be agreeing with my local readings on the planet. They should, shouldn't they? That's a good thing? They should, 
But it doesn't mean it's good. Let's see. Hmm. Is it something I can help with? <laughs> what am I saying? Is it something I can involve myself with whilst not assisting in any way? Wonderful self-awareness, Arlo. Thank you, Mrs. Loveland. Look at their projected agricultural production. And look at their shifts in weather patterns. I'm terribly sorry, but looking is not the same as interpreting, JJ. What are you saying? And my God. Fictional. Look at their population dispersal. I thought I'd never see you again. Melon, my dear friend, I did think that would be the case, but I am so pleased to be wrong. And these are the friends you mentioned. Come in. My home is your home. My children are your children. I don't know if I'd call this place a home. It's a palace. I am the life-elected planetary president, my dear. That does come with certain perks. And a lot of work, I'm sure. Oh, Pomona, I barely have a moment to myself. Viceroy, fetch refreshments for our guests. The good stuff. Yes, Madam President. Milan, don't make a fuss. Why shouldn't I, Pomona? When a -a once-in-a-lifetime event happens twice... I must be honest with you, Milan. I come not only as your friend, but as emissary of you-know-who. Ah, the United Universe still has us in mind, then. You know about the UU? We only revealed ourselves to Milan and a few trusted advisors. The first assessment had gone so well, we felt it warranted it. I've never been prouder of my people. That's why we've returned, Milan. The second assessment. We thought you'd be further along by now. Your space program was making such advancements. Oh, we were, but we've defunded it. Priorities shifted, you see. What priorities? I know you, you yours are squeamish about these things. Sex, Commander. Remember? Sex positivity. Your priorities changed to sex? Uh, not exactly. They... Oh. Milan? Are you all right? I think so. Just... Uh, ah! Oh! What's happening? Milan! Uh, Viceroy! Viceroy! Boss? What's happening, boss? Uh, prepare for unarmed combat! Stand down! Madam President, what's wrong? She's just started crying! Viceroy, help me! Quick! I am uh, ready! Uh, uh, I caught it! What the fuck? Uh, that tiny just... man just <gasps> came out the woman! Madam President, <gasps> another girl! Put her with the others. Yes, madam. And hurry back with those refreshments. What the fuck? What were we talking about? Ah, yes. Priorities. They shifted to childbirth. And with one thing or another, we chose to put our resources into food production, housing, education, all the things a growing leper needs. Drinks, madam president. Oh, goody. Wine. I'm in shock, Captain. I've seen Felidon snack on crewmates like they were hors d'oeuvres, but nothing compares to being downwind of a spring-loaded baby. The miracle of childbirth, I guess. President Malarn was a quicker draw with that baby than Stromberg is with a plasma rifle. I don't think, Commander. Bet I'm happy to prove it. No shooting a baby, Stromberg. Oh. I wish our babies could be spring-loaded, Clay. Oh, I know, Debbie. If we're lucky, they'll come out in a batch. No baby talk on the bridge. You're not an officer. You can't give us orders. No baby talk on the bridge. But Clay and I have been trying for months So help me, Debbie. I will destroy you. Yes, Commander. Good. Punish them. Different departments, opposite shifts. Keep them away from each other. Permanently. (gasps) You can't do that! Mrs. Loveland, remember to be kind. As 
ship's counselor, I think only of ending their codependency, Arlo. That would be a kindness to all of us. Let's focus on the mission. Mission's over, Captain. We know why they're not technologically advancing. Request permission to return to the ship, granted. Teleport away. See you all at Thruster. Commander, I've discovered that the population growth of the lepers is extraordinary. They've gone from a few million to many billions of them since the first contact, first assessment. That's why their agriculture is booming, I'm guessing. As far as I can tell, they still aren't producing enough food and they're still damaging their ecology, destroying their climate. They can't go on like this. And if they do, they won't last long enough for a third assessment. Oh, shit. Because they will be dead. All of them. Thank you, Mrs. Loveland. That was kind of already established. President Malarne. My dear, we lepers don't make a fuss of rank and file. When you said you'd shifted your priorities, I thought you'd done so voluntarily. You failed to mention how bad things were going. Melan, is something wrong? There are always challenges to overcome. Your people are starving, and you are turning your atmosphere into poison. I haven't quite got around to reading those reports. You are killing yourselves. You are on the verge of wiping out your entire population. Oh, Commander. What you need to understand is... <gasps> oh, no. What now? Milan! Uh, Viceroy! Viceroy, hurry! What is this? Uh, Some sort of afterbirth? Uh, I don't know, Commander. I have the towel, Madam President. Catch! Got it. Get it down to the nursery. At once, Madam President. Where were we? But you gave birth a few hours ago. I see the confusion. I had sex with my viceroy while you were talking to your ship, Commander. And you had a baby already? (laughs) One thing tends to follow the other, Commander. Ah, if you'll excuse me. But we were in the middle of talking about your imminent worldwide ecological disaster. It'll have to wait. I'm ovulating again. Viceroy! I did say that they're very sex-positive, Commander. Yeah, I got it, DuPont. Hello, friends! Creator of the podcast, Kieran here. Thank you for listening to our latest episode of The Edge of Infinity. How's it going? Are you enjoying it so far? I, for one, love revisiting these characters and finding out what comes next for them. Speaking of revisiting the past, that brings us to this episode's cross promotion! I want to talk about My Song Suck. My Song Suck is a podcast that explores the creative process and reflects on the creative misdeeds of the past. It's all about growth, self-discovery, and having a good old chat. Now, there's a special reason I wanted to draw attention to My Song Suck, and that's because one of the hosts, Alex Smith, is a liar. That's right, better known as Your Man Alex Smith. He is a liar because his songs are amazing. Your Man Alex Smith released his album Slow Burn in June, and honestly, I just friggin' love it. I don't want to say too much about it because I reckon you should experience it without my dumb influence, but I highly encourage you to check out the full album as well as the animated music video for the single Align. I'm going to leave the links to My Song Suck and the music video for Align in the episode description and, I'm sorry to hop on about this, you really need to check it out. With that said, it's time for me to check out and return you to the episode. Remember, I want to hear from you, listener, and the episode description gives you lots of options to do that. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks again for listening. Bye!
Admiral Calhoun, Admiral Speck, it's good to see you again. Always a pleasure, Captain Blackmore. Let's cut straight to the meat, shall we? What Admiral Calhoun means by that is, hello, good morning, etc. Are we doing small talk? How's the weather, Blackmore? Caddox, have you done something different with your hair? She has. She had it down for an away mission, and honestly, Admirals, doesn't she look so different? As for the weather, on leprosy, it is increasingly toxic and likely to kill the inhabitants in a few years. I was being sarcastic. Not looking for answers. (laughs) What Admiral Calhoun means by that is that we read your report. A failed second assessment. A sad business. It's awful. I understand we aren't meant to interfere with the natural progression of an alien race, but I can't help but feel that we should do something for the lepers. You know what, Captain Blackmore? You are right. You've talked us around with your outpouring of empathy. I have? Damn the first contact conventions. We need to help those people. Thank you, Admiral Speck. It would be the Madeline's honor. And Captain Blackmore's empathy changed your mind? Leprosy is an acid-rich proposition for the UU. It'll be easier to stick a giant straw in their milkshake if the planet supports life. That's less altruistic than I would like. We all want the same thing. Does the motivation matter? You have your orders. We look forward to your next report. And do keep us up to date on Commander Caddox's cute style choices. You know, you really do look like a different person with your hair down. Do you like it? As your captain, I don't care. But as your friend, I like it a lot. I was thinking of shaving my head. Well, if that's what you want to do... In the meantime, we have to do everything we can to help the lepers. You can't help those who can't help themselves. They've looked at their options and chosen self-destruction. We won't let them do it. Uh, I guess I can have a think. Maybe we can come up with something to save these sex maniacs. Uh Uh-uh, let's not judge them. Sex-positive maniacs. Thank you, senior staff, for coming to our briefing update on the leprosy mission. Thank you, Captain, for inviting me. So nice to mingle with all of you away from sickbay. As you know, we are looking for strategies to curb the population growth of the lepers. They are hemorrhaging babies they can't feed. On a planet that can't support them either. Now, as has been made clear... The lepers are quite a sexual people. And DuPont was not invited to this meeting due to her insistence on repeating this fact. We can't change the sexiness, but we can change the output of sexiness. That is, babies. We want less babies. Dr. Santora, we thought you might develop some birth control for the lepers. That's why you wanted me here? Some sort of a flexible barrier worn during conception might be the ticket. Of course. Genius. I've sent you through some 3D modelling of leper genitalia to assist you, Doctor. Fantastic. Wonderful. You can bring it up on your console. There it is. Beautiful. Stunning. Thank you so much for your help. A pleasure to be here, Captain. Lieutenant Commander Cormoran, how difficult do you think it would be to remove the hollow play centers? Remove them? And give them to the lepers to use for sexual gratification. That's what most people use them for anyway, right? Do they? Better not to ask. Couple of days, could get it done. Those things are usually bolted in as an afterthought. This whole ship is an afterthought, so it shouldn't be hard. Oh, yeah, that. I'll get the drones on it. That's slang for ensigns, Captain B. Who's Captain B? That's slang for you, Captain. Get on it, Cormorant. We're hoping a simulation of copulation might serve as a distraction for them. Porn and condoms. That's your idea for reducing the population. Yes. Is that all right? Just checking. Thank you for inviting me. How does this 
makes Hello Place Centre work. Our chief engineer, Cormoran, can talk you through it. It would be my pleasure, President Milan. Just Milan is fine, my dear. We lepers are very informal. To get started on the Hello Place Centre, you have to choose a program. Local law enforcement. Reprimand for minor infraction gone sexual. Do show me how to work the controls. You can make all sorts of adjustments here to suit your taste. Male. Female. Male. And then you... Bigger. Uh, yeah. Any adjustments you like. I'm getting the hang of it. Bigger, 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 bigger. Oh. maximum size reached. Ooh. If you want to adjust anything else... No, no, he'll do. Then you can head inside and uh, enjoy the program. I am a police officer and must arrest you for being too sexy. Ooh. Is it hot in here? I will slowly remove clothing in an impractical way. Our doctor has also made a thing. What is it? It's... This. Oh. It is designed to reduce your population issue by preventing pregnancy after sex. I see. Viceroy, have you seen this? It would be a perfect fit hmm. for you. Thank you, Madam President. I shall give it a go. And is it just the one? Should we share it around? I made a bowlful. Sharing would be disgusting. Oh, it wouldn't bother us. We lepers are very sex, sex positive. positive. Yes, you've we thought we'd let you and your people get on with it for a day. We can make more condoms and order in more hollow place centers. It means a great deal that you all care so much for us. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'd like to go sexual for a minor infraction. Unless any of you would care to join me. No? You're lost. <laughs> to the mission and our hopes for a glorious future for the lepers of leprosy. Bravo, Captain. Milan is a bright woman who leads her people magnificently. I've no doubt we'll be leaving the lepers with hopeful hearts, empty uteruses, and soiled condoms. For crying out loud, DuPont. I feel no shame for what I said. I embrace the leper way of sex positivity. Is something bothering you, Caddick? Nausea. Too much sex talk. I noticed you still have your hair down. Yeah, so? Just in case there's another away mission. And I couldn't be bothered putting it up. You said you like it down. I do. And then you said you'd shave your head. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Well, when the lepers are proud members of the UU, I won't forget that it's because of you. The idea of hollow play centers was an obvious one. Officer Slugman, could I get another? It's a soda. I'm gonna take it back to my quarters. Oh, uh, really? Is that a problem? Well, I guess not. I think all this reproductive chat is getting to me. I'll perk up when we close out the mission and move on. Good night, Captain. Okay, uh, night then. I'm proud of you. Say the word, Arlo, and I shall pursue and extract the information you desire. Mrs. Loveland, don't do that. Uh, Caddix knows herself best. Which perhaps accounts for her mood. Do you believe she's drinking soda? Well, that's what she's telling me, and I have to trust her. You don't have to trust anyone. I don't. You are funny, Mrs. Loveland. Sweetie, I got the temperature notifications. But Clay, you're not at your peak velocity yet. But I know you're dying to tear my uniform off me. And as your husband, I'm happy to oblige. Oh, you're going to oblige me, sweetie. You know, it's amazing we didn't catch him in the act sooner. Say the word, Arlo, and I shall destroy them. <sighs> no. Uh, you hesitated. I didn't. Hesitation noted, Arlo. Good morning, Bella. Pomona! I can't believe... 
believe that you'll be on your way again so soon. It's been like heaven to have you back. And Commander Caddox, you are welcome any time. Can I offer you refreshments? Viceroy is just mopping up the hollow play centers, but I can send him out for some wine. That won't be necessary. We wanted to check on your progress, Milan. As you can tell by the smell of bleach in Viceroy's rubber gloves, the hollow play centers have proven popular. And the, uh, sheaths made by our doctor? We're working our way through them. Let us know if you need some more. <laughs> we most certainly will. <laughs> what was that? What was what? I, I just thought you... <laughs> Oh, Milan. Is that what I think it is? I'm sure I don't know what you... Ah! Viceroy, drop the mop and bring me a towel. Coming, Madam President. You were meant to stop having babies. <laughs> All right, you got me. Are you happy? You oh, got ah! me. Damn it. Miss that one. Oh, you'll get it next time. It's a boy. Put him with the other. Milan, this is terribly disappointing. Oh, for Mona. Try to understand. Those holograms are fun, and I know those rubber things serve a purpose, but it's not the same. That's the sacrifice you have to make to stop your people dying. Oh, I know you mean well. I spoke to my parliament about it, listened to all my advisors. In the end, we all agreed. Casual sex and rapid reproduction is who we lepers are. It's what we lepers do. What you are doing is turning your atmosphere into a storm poisonous enough to melt the skin off your bones. You say that, but I still haven't gotten around to reading those reports. Milan, think about the choice you are making. Oh, come now, Pomona. We all know what a massive prude you are. You've been on this planet a half a dozen times and you've barely had sex with anyone. <gasps> Milan, really? Come on, DuPont. We've done what we can. And DuPont, uh, back so soon? Our work here is done, Captain. Amazing! Uh, congratulations, everyone. Good, Good work, thank you, Captain. Captain. Well, well done, done Commander. Nope. The lepers aren't interested. Aren't interested? Do you mean they're still having babies? Flaunting it, probably, the show-off. I can't tell you how disappointed I am, Captain. I'm not sure they tried at all. Don't let it upset you, DuPont. That was just a first attempt. So porn and condoms wasn't enough? We just have to work harder. Captain, they aren't interested. President Millarn made it clear. They don't want the help we're offering. I recommend we set a course for Arsenio 7. Home? There's nothing left for us to do here. Don't worry, Captain. When the billions of lepers are dead, the UU can still come back and claim the valuable minerals the planet contains. Mrs. Loveland, please. Oh, I guess there's nothing more to say. Nope. Maybe something serious and thoughtful about the delicate balance of nature. And how fragile life can be. Let's save some time. Crew, everyone act as if the captain said something profound. Three, two, no, one. No, I... Why, Set a course for home, Lieutenant Navigator Little. And Lieutenant Pilot Little, initiate the launch sequence. Yes, On the double, Captain. We're leaving Leprosy to face its fate alone. And it'll do it in a sex-positive way. Shut up, DuPont. Hello, DuPont. Officer Kazkar, could I get one of those uh, purple things, please? Route de uh, Just a moment, Captain. Uh, I'm patching in some new language algorithms for Kazkar. Are you still working, DuPont? <laughs> My way of dealing with disappointment, Captain. I'm feeling rather let down today. I'm sorry, DuPont. Not your fault, Captain. <sighs> 
There, all done. It's a sign drink, Edipada. Wow, I can understand you. A drink. Brut, drink. We can both say drink. to set up in paya. Pa man. Drink. You're incredible, Dupont. Thank you, Captain. Len, thought I might find you in thrusters. It was a tough day. It was a day, Captain. Oh, but Len, come on. It's not every day you're forced to leave billions of peaceful, intelligent beings to die horrible, protracted deaths. It wasn't a good day. I see you're wearing your hair up again. The mission is over. You know, I'm pretty upset about everything. Really upset about it. You are that sort of person. So upset that I'm considering having a coffee, a soda even. And you know, I'm going to forgive myself for that because... You know, no one is perfect, and, you know, stress is... Well, it's bad, and it's hard. You're not going to come out and ask me a straight question, are you? I'm trying to be sensitive. I don't want you to think I don't trust you. It's fine, Captain. I wouldn't answer anyway. Sometimes talking to a friend... Drop it, Captain. There's no point. Bad things happen. They're happening all around the universe as we speak. There's nothing you and I can do to change it. But sharing a burden... Good night, Captain. I'll see you on shift tomorrow. Of course. Well, proud of you. What did you say to him? I'm not in the mood, Dupont. I've been disrespected and dismissed by better officers than you, Commander Eleanor Caddox. We are an entire crew of failures, but it is you who is the worst of us, by your own choosing. Where is this coming from? I've known people like you before. All the potential in the world, but that is nothing if you give up. Do you think I enjoyed leaving leprosy to die? Do you think I was too lazy to help them? No. But I don't know what's stopping you from helping yourself. Enjoy your coffee. It's soda. I said enjoy it. Compara, got you no drink? Yes. No. I, I don't know. Fuck. This day really couldn't get any shittier. Debbie, you're ovulating. And Clay, your sperm is ready for me. Oh, let's get out of here, baby. Let's get you out of that uniform, sweetie. Huh. It got shittier. The Edge of Infinity featured the voices of... Kieran Davey as Captain Arlo Blackmore. Rhiannon Marshall as Lieutenant Commander Elena Caddick. Michelle Zana as Dr. Quora Centora. Matt Graham as Lieutenant Commander Ivor Stromberg. Catherine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Jane J.J. Jones. Jacqueline Osorio as Lieutenant Pomona Dupont and Counselor Mrs. Loveland. David Moss as Lieutenant Commander Cormorant and Lieutenant Clay Little. Rosie Williamson as Lieutenant Debbie Little. Minyahil Kiflagurgis as Sweet Pea. Lucy Clough as Bombshell, Admiral Calhoun and Milan. And... David Stokes as Admiral Speck, Ensign Sparacus and Viceroy. Music by Andrew Chamberlain, words by Kieran Davy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.